Hey everyone, this is Brent Ingersoll, and you are listening to a very special bonus Christmas Yuletide holiday edition of the Speaking Of podcast. Through the month of December, we're going to air a few bonus episodes and share some Christmas messages that we produced for our Christmas Eve services in the past at King's Church. And I'm excited to share these with you because they have been top secret in the vault, never seen before other than the people who attended live on those gatherings. So I'm excited to share this. And I really do hope that these encourage you through the month of December and that they help frame in and shape up your Christmas experience in the light of the coming of King Jesus. This first episode is called The Most Precious Gift, The Long Walk. And it's all about how incredible it is that he would come and be with us to save us and offer himself on our behalf. It truly is unbelievable. I hope you enjoy this. Here it is, the first episode. Merry Christmas. I recently heard the story of a Christian missionary who discovered what it is that gives a gift its true value. The story goes that a man moved to a remote island in Southeast Asia with the hope of bringing the message of Jesus to the native islanders. After months of living and making inroads with the locals, it came to be about Christmas time and wanting to not miss a moment to show the love of Jesus and maybe bring a little Western tradition to the islanders. The missionary gave out gifts, teaching the people all about the connection between the gifts we give at Christmas and the picture it is of Jesus having been gifted to the world. A couple days passed and the missionary was out for his morning walk when from the distance he saw a man coming toward him. When the man got there, he looked tired and winded as though he'd been on some long journey. The islander reached around his back into a small bag and pulled out a beautiful seashell and he gave it to the missionary, smiling and saying the word gift. As the missionary held it and examined it and thanked the islander for this gift, the islander could tell that the significance of this particular shell was lost on the missionary, as seashells were plentiful. So the native then pointed to the shell and then he motioned to the other end of the island. He said these two words, he said, long walk. The missionary soon realized what it all meant. See, at the far end of the island was a beach that could only be accessed after a multi-mile, sometimes even multi-day journey that took you across volcanic rock and sharp coral reefs. When the missionary realized just how far the man had gone, the lengths to which he'd gone to get him that particular shell, all of a sudden this seemingly ordinary seashell became much more valuable. You see, it's the long walk that gives a gift its value. Now, I doubt there'll be many of us this Christmas who will be walking barefoot across volcanic and coral rock to to find the perfect seashell to give to someone. But we can relate to this idea that it's the long walk that gives a gift its real value. If you think about some of the gifts that have meant the most to you in your life, it's not about how much money they were worth. It's about how much they cost, how much went into getting them. In other words, it's the long walk that made those gifts precious. It's the long walk that makes the mother cherish that homemade gift from her child. You know, the craft that they made with love and time and effort and care when their little boy or girl plotted and crafted the perfect work of art. It's the long walk that gives a gift its value. 
It's the son who finally gets that expensive gift they wanted. You know, the one they had tunnel vision for. They asked and they pleaded and they begged and then they opened it up on Christmas morning and they were blown away. And then in a moment of realization, they see that mom and dad didn't exchange as many gifts as normal and he clues in to the fact that they had to sacrifice their gifts and maybe even work overtime to give him that special gift he wanted so bad. All of a sudden, it's more than a special gift. It's the long walk that makes a gift precious. It's the widow who holds closer engagement and wedding rings, remembering back to not only what he sacrificed to buy them 50 years ago, but the day in, day out sacrifices he gladly did for her over the years together. It's the years of love and partnership and kids and family and companionship, the pains, the joy, the everything in between. It's more than a ring. It's the long walk that makes a gift priceless. See, the longer the walk, the more precious the gift. This is what makes the message of Christmas so incredible. It's not simply that, as the prophet Isaiah said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and that this wonderful Prince of Peace will save all of humanity and his peaceful kingdom and government will not end. I mean, that's incredible news in and of its own right. But the gift of Jesus, like the Christmas message, what really makes it overwhelming, what takes it from being simply good news to something so incredible and potent and powerful, is the long walk. Paul the Apostle said in his letter to some Christians in first century Philippi that although Jesus was God, he did not consider equality with God as something to hold on to, but out of his great love for us, he gave up his divine privileges and he emptied himself of his power and his glory and lowered himself and humbled himself from unimaginable heights to unfathomable depths by putting on flesh, becoming his creation, becoming human, coming into our story, into our world, to save us from our sin, brokenness, and death. Because there was no way we could save ourselves. See, it's not just a manger. It's not just a baby we celebrate. It's not just that God gave us a gift named Jesus on the first Christmas. It's the incredibly long walk that gives this gift its true value. It's the long walk for Jesus from heaven to earth. The long walk from immortality to a feeble, mortal, human body. From his unimaginable glory in heaven to be born in obscurity in a manger in a town called Bethlehem to a teenage girl and her no-name husband. It's the long walk from infinite power and authority, from being seated in glory to being born as a helpless baby, a weak, helpless, dependent baby. Think of how far Jesus came from literally holding creation in the palm of his hand to being passed around to the arms of broken people that he created and came down to save. From being seated in glory to learning to walk as a toddler. The long walk of 30 years of silence, leaving heaven where he was surrounded by the eternal praise and adoration of all the angels and all of creation. Jesus literally is the most famous and glorious person in the universe. To leave that and spend 30 years in podunk Nazareth, obscure, no name, normal, everyday human life. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords living out his days, ordinary human life, the long walk. It's the long walk of a three-year ministry, loving people, healing people, teaching, speaking, 
walking from town to town, village to village, house to house, even a little walk on water. He walked into Jerusalem, being worshiped by people who would soon betray him. It's the long walk that makes the gift amazing. The long, long walk to the Garden of Gethsemane where he would wrestle and pray in anguish before he would walk the ultimate long road. He walked until he stood before Pontius Pilate, voluntarily laying down his right to defend himself. How far the King of Kings went to lay down his authority and allow himself to be taken by powerful men. He walked to a post where they chained him and flogged him. It's a long walk. He walked down the Via Della Rosa where he would carry a beam of wood cut from a tree that he created upon which he was about to hang. The long, excruciating journey on the cross until he drew his final breath and cried out, it is finished. He descended to death. The longest walk imaginable, think about it, the Lord of life died. But on the third day, he walked out of the grave. You see, it's the long walk that makes a gift amazing. So what does this all mean for us? What does it mean that Jesus, this unimaginable, precious gift, has come so far, this long walk? Well, it means that because he came to us, our long search, our long walks can be over. It means that for all of our wondering, and all of our working, and all of our worrying, and all of our wandering, Jesus has come to us. This is what his name, Emmanuel, means, God with us. Our search, our walk is over. Jesus walked the walk we couldn't so we can stop and rest and receive and rejoice. In the scene surrounding the first Christmas, we can see different types of walks that have all come to an end because of Jesus. There's the walk of Mary and Joseph. No, not the literal walk from Nazareth to Bethlehem that they had to take on donkey and, and being full-term pregnant. That's a big deal, but no, I'm not talking about that one. It's the walk of worry, I mean. The road of fear, anxiety. You think of the road that they were walking, how uncertain, how out of control were they, having to face the scrutiny and uncertainty of a teenage pregnancy, that one that appeared to be infidelity. The walk of the anxiety that would come from having the Messiah in your care. I mean, if there was ever a worrisome road, Mary and Joseph walked it, and yet, peace, real, true, lasting, governing peace had come to them. They didn't find him, he found them. See, in Jesus, they found a peace that is greater than the pressures and worries of life. The walk down worry road had come to an end for Mary and Joseph. They could rest because Jesus had come. There were the shepherds whose walk was over too. Yeah, tending sheep is a vocation that would lend itself to long walks over the hills and through the fields, but I'm not referring to that walk either. I'm talking about the walk of shame, the walk of exclusion, loneliness, the walk of not being good enough, the walk of never measuring up, the walk of being an outsider and an outcast, the long road of never getting it right. See, in the days of Jesus' birth, being a shepherd wasn't a job that you chose. Shepherding chose you. You generally became a shepherd because you weren't capable of doing anything of greater value. Or you needed to live in the seclusion it offered because you'd messed up all the important relationships in your life. The shepherds were wanderers, they were vagrants both literally and figuratively. They had been walking a lonely and lowly road their whole adult lives, alone and ashamed 
And then, one night out of nowhere, their long walk comes to an end when an angel announces to these lowly shepherds, hey you, yeah you shepherds, I bring you good news. You're included, you're wanted, you're accepted, you're loved, you're forgiven. In Jesus, your walk of shame and loneliness is over and your life of grace has just begun. In Jesus, their walk of shame, failure, and seclusion was over. And then there's the walk of the Magi, the wise men as they're commonly known. This represents another common journey many of us find ourselves on, the walk of work. It's to spend your life searching for joy and satisfaction, fulfillment, only to find your labor in vain, dead end after dead end. The Magi were rich, powerful, intelligent, culture shapers of their day. No matter how much money or power or influence or intelligence or affluence they had, they were still searching, walking, looking for something more. And then, following a star for thousands of miles, they came to a small village to find a little boy who'd been on a long walk himself. And there, the Bible says, they got off their camels, knelt down to the ground, and worshiped the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Their walk was over. They'd found their joy. So here's the good news. In Jesus, our long walk is over. Because he made the long walk and came to us, we don't have to search the earth all over trying to find the peace and grace and joy that only heaven can offer us. It's heaven you're looking for, you know. The good news of Christmas is, Heaven has come to us. You might know all too well what it feels like to be Mary and Joseph, walking down Worry Road, looking for peace down this road or that road in that relationship or this endeavor or that medication. Let me tell you, you're not gonna find the peace that you're looking for on an earthly road. The peace we find on earth is insufficient and temporary at best. But because of Jesus, we can stop looking for peace from relationships and substances or controlling our circumstances. And we, like Mary and Joseph, can get off Worry Road and find real peace, real rest in the Prince of Peace. Or maybe you're like the shepherds and you're walking the walk of shame. You don't even feel right celebrating Christmas. Let's be honest, you don't even feel right being here right now. You don't think you deserve it. You feel ashamed. So you tell yourself things like, well, I need to get myself cleaned up before I go to church or I get back to God and come to Jesus. Well, maybe next year after I quit the addiction or clean up my act, and maybe then I'll be good enough to find God. But here's the good news. God, because of his great grace, finds us just as we are, messed up, bruised, broken, and battered. The shepherds didn't have time to clean themselves up. They were interrupted in the middle of the night, wandering the hillside with this message comes out of nowhere. It says, grace is here for you now, come and get it. You're wandering on the outskirts. You're wandering of seclusion and exclusion. You're, you're wandering and shame is over because grace is here. Or maybe you are like the Magi on the road walking, looking for joy. You're looking for it in some kind of achievement. Maybe you're hoping in an accomplishment, looking to find satisfaction through riches or special knowledge or some position of prestige or power. You've been searching road after road, hoping to find something that will satisfy and bring you the meaning your soul knows it's made for. I'm gonna find road after road, dead end after dead end. Here's the good news. In Jesus, joy, true, lasting, satisfying joy has come, the kind that never runs out because he walked his glory from heaven to earth. Our walk is over. Heaven has come. 
joy is here. This is the message of Christmas, the greatest gift ever given because of the longest walk ever taken. We can come to Jesus, receive him by faith, and rest our weary souls. You see, this whole time, throughout your whole life, on every road you've walked, you've been searching for heaven. The good news of Christmas is that heaven has come searching for you.